See, son? Old legends never die. They just lose weight. Like a legend and an out-of-work bum look a lot alike, Daddy. <laughs> Bandit, me and my son are here. I love your suits. It must be a bitch getting a size 68 extra fat and a 12 dwarf. I came to make a deal. Uh, what's he get if he wins this truck rodeo thing? If? $5,000, Daddy. Chicken shit money. Just what the hell you want, anyway? You to get out of this dumbass rodeo and accept a real challenge. Now get the Texarkana. And back in 28 hours. That's no problem. It ain't never been done before, hot shit. Watch your language, little lady. The problem is that Coors beer, you take that east of Texas, and that's, uh, that's bootlegging. You don't believe you're just a little bit scared. That's great psychology. Why don't you just say something bad about my mother? Your mama is so uh, look, ugly. Look, you make this run for me. Now, these Peterbilts here are worth $80,000. That comes to about three grand an hour if you make it 28 hours. How about that for a challenge? Dad, I don't believe that that's necessary. Never mind. Wait a minute. Sir. Wait a minute. Why do you want that beer so bad? Because he's thirsty, dummy. And welcome back to the DB4 Fitness Podcast. It is day 1,742, I believe, of COVID-19 isolation. We are in phase one here in Maryland, so we are slowly making our way back. Today, our sponsor is a little bit different. We actually do not have a beverage at the moment, so we're going to have to fix that. But I thought today, since this is an important week leading up to Memorial Day, that we would use our sponsorship to actually promote something worthwhile. So as you all know, Murph does occur on Monday, uh, but some of you do not know that there's actually ways to contribute. So if you go to the MurphChallenge.com, it is the official annual fundraiser of the Lieutenant Michael P. Murphy Memorial Scholarship Foundation. So there's a website that you can go. If you've noticed, me and some other of our gym members have the Murph shirts every year. Um, if you go to their website and you register, you can get a shirt or all that, and the money goes to all sorts of uh, great things. So since 2014, uh, the foundation has raised over a million dollars for the Memorial Scholarship Foundation. Yeah, just some highlights. In 2019, the fundraiser provided a vehicle to raise nearly 250000 in order to finalize the construction of Michael Murphy Navy SEAL Museum and a cadet training facility in Long Island, New York. Also, uh, with all the overwhelming support and success of the foundation, it re uh, awarded 32 scholarships in 2019 and two more to be added uh, this year. So if interested, go to the website. Throughout the year, they do different things, but their main fundraiser for the year is the Murph workout and registering for the Murph. Um, so every once in a while, they have different things for sale there as well, but all the money goes to that foundation. So that's going to be our sponsor today. We're actually not sponsored by anybody, but we're giving a little shout out to a great organization. So that's where we are with that. Um, just as we kind of get warmed up here today, you'll notice our little movie uh, sounds throughout the podcast are not not known as like the most famous 
movies in the world, but movies that I love. I was talking to a friend the past week or two. We were looking at the DB4 Fitness movie bracket that we did a little while ago, and we were talking about how as you do something like that, right, you, you kind of forget about a bunch of movies that fall through the crack that maybe are like your favorite kind of movies that, you know, really wouldn't have success at a, in a competition. But uh, that was early on. We started with Smokey and the Bandit. What a great southern movie and the reason why we started with that is a, it's a little insight into our guest who is in the south now who used to live with us and used to train with us but now she lives down south but we'll get to that in a moment but throughout the, the show today you're going to hear some movie clips of just some movies that i think are awesome right and uh, they would be on like the outskirts of my top 15 movies so there you go um, so we're going to kick this show off. We got a lot going on, so let's move on to our to-do board. Appears the United States Parole Commission that oh. yeah. Put the bunny back in the box. I knew you was a punk, and I was right. You were playing us all along. You a free man. I said, put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> and there you go. A great scene from Con Air. One of those action movies that's kind of falls through the cracks what a great guilty pleasure all right as we move to the to-do board as we would in uh, a normal class before we kind of get warmed up we want to look at the to-do board and just kind of see what's on our horizon so as we know murph is monday um can't wait i know it's not going to be the same as it usually would be most of us are going to be apart but the spirit and the focus of what's happening is still there, right? You can do it by yourself and still put in the same mental and physical effort as you would when we're together. In Maryland, we are in phase one of our COVID-19 comeback. So starting to come back to life a little bit, which is a good sign. Um, some gyms are starting to get into some outdoor activity. That's a, um, a fine line that we want to be careful with. Um, my members know where we are with that, so we can keep that between us. Uh, congratulations goes out to Nicole Davis, who was the winner of our Jim's Guess the Baby competition. She um, she got 22 out of 31 guesses right, so good for her. And Monday, as we said, is Murph, so it's kind of like the unofficial beginning of summer, which means to get outside, right, start to enjoy that weather. One thing I've been noticing, which is awesome, are uh, members of the gym who take or follow along with Zoom during classes on Tuesday and Thursdays and even on Saturdays are starting to move equipment outside or opening those garage doors and getting that fresh air as we work out, which is uh, which is great. So keep it up, guys. And um, we're, we're starting to get there, believe it or not. It is time to uh, get warmed up, though. So let's move on to the floor and get our warm up on. <laughs> this Calvin and Hobbes is funny. Oranges, sir. Take some oranges. You want some oranges? No. 
I mean, come on, guys. Point Break. Really don't know how we uh, missed that one. But what a great movie. No, not the remake. All remakes are garbage anyway. All right. It is time to get warmed up for the heart of our show today. Today we have two main focuses, right? One of them is we're going to talk about Murph. Uh, Murph is Monday. It's Memorial Day. We're recording this on, a, I guess it's Thursday. I don't know. But uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Michael Murphy. We're going to talk a little bit about the workout. We're going to talk about modifications for the workout. So that's going to be our skill portion of the day. And then our guest today is Chelsea. Our members will remember her. She moved down to Alabama uh, a little while ago. Uh, the good thing about this podcast or this time, right, it gives you a chance to kind of reach out to people you haven't talked to in a while. And um, the beauty of this is that we don't have to be locked into just who's around us. So thought it would be a good time to reach out to someone that we haven't talked to in a while. Also, someone who I'm kind of jealous of because their quarantine or their lockdown of gyms was short. They, I, I don't know if it was even a month, but um, they are actually down in Alabama back into their gym. So kind of get her perspective on that and get her perspective on what it's like to have to find a new gym after uh, leaving one, right? So that's going to be interesting to catch up with her. So I'm looking forward to that. But like I said, uh, today for our skill, we want to talk a little bit about Murph and why it's important and get ready for the big day. So let's turn into our skill portion of the podcast. Marcus. Never out of the fight. All right, and that was a quick snippet of a scene from Lone Survivor. Great movie that kind of documents what happened to Michael Murphy and his brothers, his Navy SEAL brothers that day. Uh, if you have some extra time the next few days, look that movie up. It's a great uh, watch to kind of give you perspective of what those guys went through and kind of get you in the mindset and the spirit ready for Murph. So Lone Survivor, look that one up. So as we've been talking about, Monday is Murph. Um, it's a workout that we do every year. Um, I can't even tell you how many times I've done it at this point, but it's it's still special. It's it's as special as the first time I did it. it it's just something that really um, it's unique because it's important. Um, it, it's asking you to give your all. It's, it's a tough workout mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, I, I can remember certain years watching the gym group do it and having people, I see people tearing up before and after. So it is very um, moving 
experience to be uh, a part of. So let's talk a little bit about the story behind Murph, um, a little story about him and then the workout. So a lot of this today, I'm going to be reading from different sources to make sure that I, I get it right. So just so you know, if you're if it sounds kind of organized, <laughs> that's kind of why it is. So um, so Murph is so Murph is a CrossFit hero wad that was named after Navy Lieutenant Michael Murphy. He was killed in Afghanistan on June 28, 2005. He was 29 at the time. He was awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor after his death. So this workout, right, guys, is it was one of Mike's favorite workout, what he called it at the time. He called it body armor. And uh, it first appeared on the CrossFit main site in August uh, 18th, I believe, of 2005. So, so Mike and his team, Navy SEALs, they uh, got trapped, long story short, and they got engaged in a firefight and were severely outnumbered by the Taliban. So Michael... He made a desperate decision, and he and his three fellow SEALs fought for their lives on the Rocky Mountainside in Afghanistan that day. In their last-ditch effort to save his team, Murphy pulled out his satellite phone. He walked into a clearing to get reception and called for reinforcements as a bullets ricocheted all around him. One of the bullets hit him, but he finished the call and even signed off saying thank you. And obviously, he lost his life that day, sacrificing himself for his uh, fellow team members. So Michael decided that they were in trouble, and the only way to hopefully make it out of there was to make a call, which was very dangerous to do. And the only way to do it, he had to be out in an opening. So he basically sacrificed himself so his uh, brothers could survive. That day... Uh, there was a four-member team of him, Matt Axelson, Danny Dietz, and Marcus Luttrell. And Marcus was the only soldier that, out of the four that survived. And he's kind of the basis behind the movie and the title of Lone Survivor, if you have a chance to, to watch that movie. Murphy, who was 29 when he died, graduated from Pennsylvania State University and was accepted to multiple law schools, but decided he could do more for his country as one of the Navy's elite SEALs. What a, just it's, a, it's amazing when you, you read about the story and think about the sacrifices he and so many other soldiers uh, make for us. Uh, so as time went on, right, and many of you know in the CrossFit world, they name these hero workouts after all these soldiers that have given their lives and all that kind of jazz. So uh, Murph, like I said earlier, the workout – was one of his favorite to do. So he did this particular workout. Um, and like I said before, he called it body armor. Um, body armor kind of hence the 20 pound vest or body armor as part of the workout description. Um, so Murph was first programmed on CrossFit's main site, like I said, in 2005. It's hard to say when exactly it became a tradition for gyms to program Murph on Memorial Day. But in 2007, Josh Apel, an Air Force uh, jumper who led the team that jumped to rescue Michael Murphy's team, brought the idea to his gym, gym in Albany, and the rest of the CrossFit community followed suit. Ten years later, it's honored tradition for gyms to close on Memorial Day, running only Murph as their workout. So, you know, that 
kind of the basis behind us doing it as well in so many other gyms. In 2015, Murph um, made the leap to the CrossFit Games and was programmed for the first time as an event. Um, some of you uh, have watched that before, and if not, if you take time to watch the CrossFit documentaries from 2015, you can see what a toll it um, it took on all the athletes because, one, it was so hot that day, but also just the mindset behind it uh, athletes went so hard that so many of them had physical issues that day doing the workout and it was again programmed in 2016 so two years in a row the, the workout actually showed up at the games uh most of you should know this by now but let's just review the workout right so murph is if you have a weight vest right we run one mile We'll do 100 pull-ups, we'll do 200 push-ups, we'll do 300 squats, and then run another mile. Now, there's two ways, or actually numerous ways to do it. Some people believe to do it straight through, meaning run that mile, then do 100 pull-ups in a row, then 200 push-ups in a row, so on and so forth. And then the other mindset is to break it up, right? To do like run your mile and do 5, 10, 15 of the three skills, or 10, 20, 30, and just work your way through it. So... No matter which of the ways you do it, it's just about doing your best and honoring the hero, right? Um, I think the last two years, so let's see, 15, 15, 16, 17, the last two years I've done it straight through, um, which is so much harder because there's just, you know, when you're doing pull-ups or push-ups or whatever it may be and you hit that wall, you just kind of, have to fight through it where at least if you're doing it like an AMRAP style you do a pull-up and a push-up you give your upper body a break a little bit while you do the squats so there you go now this year it's a little bit different right because we are uh, not allowed to be indoors in a gym so one super negative is that we can't all do it together so if you're a member of our gym or a member of a different gym you know that it's one of the busiest days in terms of people being in the room together. And the way I look at it is that's how to do it. It's having people together so that you look at each other and it helps motivate each other. Usually when I've done it in the past, I've done it with a small group in the morning because I want to be able to be available for our members and not be working out with them at the time to kind of help them through and kind of organize and keep everyone safe and all that kind of stuff. But I love the group atmosphere. I, I think back to every year I've done it and who I've done it with and how special it is. But like I said, this year is going to be a little bit different. Now, we are going to allow people at our gym to come and do Murph outside, but only in small little groups. Um, members, you, you, we'll talk about that privately. But unfortunately we're, we're just not allowed and it's not smart still gang to all be in a large group so we want to do our part to make sure we're safe and uh, making sure that we don't do anything that we'll regret so that enough of that but this is different this year for a couple of reasons because one we haven't done pull-ups right uh, most of you don't have access to a pull-up bar and to be honest i really haven't done that many because i've kind of been going with the mindset that if my members don't have it. I don't. I don't get to do it as well. So uh, I really haven't done many pull-ups. And if you're coming to do it outside that day, we're not going to have pull-ups. So 
we'll talk about it in a second. If you are at home and you've built a pull-up bar or you've ordered a pull-up bar, right, then and you're going to do it at home, well, there you go. You can do it traditionally. But just here are a couple options to do MRF um, modifications, right? So first, if you're new to MRF and you're like, I, I can't run that far, I can't do that many reps, one easy modification would be to just cut everything in half, right? Run 800 and then only do 50 pull-ups, 100 push-ups, and then 150 squats, and then run another 800, right? Um, so, but question being a pull-up situation and especially this year with not being inside the gym so just some thoughts on how to do it uh, some options to switch pull-ups out to do some sort of other upper body uh, movement is you could do dumbbell bent over rows right so uh, alternating right to left you could do kettlebell or dumbbell snatches that's a great alternative or do like a really heavy kettlebell swing. As I sit here right now on a Thursday, what I think I'm going to personally do is I think I'm going to do heavy uh, kettlebell swings, like the 70-pound kettlebell, to instead of doing the pull-ups. It, it won't be the same. It'll just be um, a way to still work really hard. Uh, another way that's been promoted, and if you use our Beyond the Whiteboard app, this is one of the ways they promoted it as well, is to do a full no equipment uh, MRF, run your mile, then do 200 push-ups, um, 300 squats, and 400 sit-ups, and then run a mile. So that's another option there for you as well. So looking forward to it. Um, like I said, it's not going to be the same as always, but still going to be special and um right now the weather looks good so for our first kind of getting outside to work out uh, it's going to be great um if you're not a member of our gym okay this is like i said something simple you can do at home that morning right get up and just get through the workout all right and it's not even a workout we really worry that much about our time um i mean we're, we we keep time just for the sake of it but Especially this year, the circumstances are different. It's it's more about just doing it. Uh, so don't worry about your time. Just go through the workout and just see how you do, and then really just give your all. That's all. That's all we can ask on that day. Uh, members, keep an eye out for an email about organizing how we're going to set up that day. And if you're not coming to work out outside, check in with me. Let me know how it goes. Um, Tag yourself on social media and let us know that you're out there and you're uh, you're getting it done. So everyone to get out there, get ready to rock and roll for Murph. All right, let's change our tune a little bit and we're going to bring on our guests for the day. Looking forward to this, so enjoy. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. All right, everyone. That was a little snippet from Gone with the Wind, uh, our guest's favorite movie. Also, a little Southern feel for our Southern girl, Chelsea. Chelsea, how are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for letting me do this with you today. I'm excited. Yeah, it's funny when I uh, started this thing. 
it was like a trying to stay all connected and it's kind of turned into further connections so we're we're this is our farthest distance reach out so far for you down in alabama which is which is good um some of us out there may not realize it but you guys down in alabama are out of quarantine life right you're back at the gym yes you went back what a week or two ago two weeks ago yeah and is it like fully normal or is there any restrictions or it is fully normal we're just having to you know be extra cautious in the gym clean up all of the stuff the bumper plates the barbells i mean we were already sanitizing things before wiping up our sweat and stuff but now it's like just more caution um we don't have to wear masks or anything like that (laughs) (laughs) so how long was the gym closed for you i think it was a month and a half it was closed a month and a half. Wow. Yep. It seems yep. like when I saw you post that it was close, like that seems like two weeks ago. And I was joking with somebody on here that sometimes we've been in quarantine so long, sometimes it feels like like it's been forever, like it's been months, which, it, you know, it's been since March. But other days I look at the calendar, I'm like, it's Memorial Day weekend? Like, so... When Groundhog Day is set in, it, like really time doesn't exist. So it's, just got, it's kind of strange. So anyway, we're all jealous of you yeah. in uh, Maryland, by the way. So there you go. Um, so Chelsea, I thought today we'd go over a few uh, topics about you and your fitness journey. And then maybe uh, we'll talk a little bit about our favorites. What okay. do you think? So um, what... Before you found like the CrossFit life, uh, what what was fitness like for you? I was I was kind of fit in high school. I cheered. I played soccer. I was um, I always complained about it though. I didn't find the joy in moving um, when I was younger. I just did it because I had to. Um, when I got out of high school, I pretty much fell off and just gained a lot of weight. I went through a lot of different things, um, you know, in my personal life, but. I was never able to really conquer being healthy. Um, I think my heaviest before I came to to CrossFit or before I started my fitness journey, I was 256 pounds, I think. I'm 172 now. So, I mean, I've lost a lot of weight. Um, But, I mean, I feel good. Um, But that was kind of my life before. I would just eat whatever. I didn't care. I didn't take a lot of um, care into my body and to being healthy. I looked at it as just being skinny or being fat being overweight and um you know I I had a bad body image I felt bad about myself but I just wasn't willing or had not had enough pain to really do anything about it and I tried other things before I came into CrossFit before I started being like physical like I tried diet pills and I tried all the different fads and none of them really stuck you know so so when I first met you at our gym um was it it was it was around like one of your first grace times. I'm yeah. trying to remember, was it someone, a friend brought you? I'm trying to remember the first time you walked in the door. Yeah, um, y'all, there was a women's class at 6.30. I had started, um, I had hired a personal trainer, Jordan, and then she was like, I go to this women's class at, and I, at a CrossFit gym. And I was like, I'm not going to a CrossFit gym like no way I can't walk into a CrossFit gym I don't want to work out around men are you kidding me <laughs> look at me no <laughs> um but 
she talked me into going and and then um I went to my first class and I about died I remember I couldn't even run 200 meters I couldn't even run 200 meters um when I first started yeah that was the like the little gal pal Monday night Monday Wednesday or Monday night class right and around that time it was we were getting closer to like our first grace Oh, your first grace and I don't know if it was me that twisted your arm or someone else to just try the barbell was that probably like one of your first times really with the barbell yes that was um I I remember seeing the, I, I would come in on Monday nights after barbell club and I would see everybody with the barbell and I would think, man, I really want to be like that. I want to do what they're doing. And um, you were talking to us about joining grace. And I was like, I can't clean and jerk. And not, I don't even know what that is. A 95 pound barbell. <laughs> like, um, and yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know if you had to twist my arm that much, but I just needed to get the movement down. So, you know, you and Butler and a couple others helped help me with that and I was like okay I'll do it so excited I remember I was I thought I was like bad to the bone <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's the, the thing about mainly women and the barbell it's 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 either like from my experience it's either like a oh god I wish I could do that what they're doing kind of thing or it's I don't want any part of that like yeah. I don't want any part of that and then once people kind of understand that it's not like a bodybuilding thing like it something clicks you know yeah. and when people ask me about like conditioning to get a conditioning workout grab the barbell because you're going to breathe harder and sweat more doing like a light barbell or whatever kind of movement than you would light jogging you know yes um, like someone like asked me a couple weeks ago I'm strapped for time, what, like something I should do for a full body thing, whatever I said, do a hundred thrusters for time. You yeah. will hate life and it'll be the best thing, you know? So, um, you know, there's still people that have that stigma with the barbell, but once they, yeah. once they touch it, now the, the, I can remember working with you with the bar and like, let's get through this first one. Yeah. And then uh, by the next year, it was we have numbers on the board we're setting lifting goals and i remember having discussions with you of saying you know i would love to be able to hit this number one day and it's never going to happen yeah. and i'm like yeah not no big deal we'll get there and yeah. like seeing your reaction to times when you were able to hit those numbers and scratch your name off the goal board so like yeah like i said it doesn't matter where you start like and I get jealous of people starting at nothing because, wow, you're going to grow. Like someone that's done it for a long time, you know how annoying it is to only put one more pound on, you know, that kind of thing. So we all have to start somewhere. So um, uh, it's, it's still one of my favorite things that we do is the grace workout. Because like I said, it's, it's weightlifting, it's conditioning, it's mental toughness. Can, can you pick it up again? So it's a little bit about everything right mm -hmm. so i finally like we got you into the like you're like a crossfit junkie now i would say uh yeah. you finally crossed over right yes. um, and then sadly but good for you at the same time you, wow. you decided to move down south so yeah. 
for people that are listening that maybe aren't members of the gym, you're a Mississippi girl who moved to Maryland and then eventually moved back south again. Yes. And now we live where? Alabama, right outside of Mobile, well, Mobile, Alabama, so South Alabama. Near the water. My dad who's listening will know exactly uh, where that's at. And uh, when when you left, we had a big obstacle for you of finding a fitness home again. Yep. Right. So for for someone that's you know looking to get started or that kind of thing, what 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 was something you were looking for, or what's something that you look for in a in a training facility? Because you've tried a couple places, and now I think you found a home finally. Yeah. I think, you know, being with you guys, it set the bar pretty high, um, and, and it's really hard to beat that. I mean, I'll just be honest with you. It's been hard to beat that. I love my gym now, and I mean, the, the gyms that I've been with since I've, since I've been back have been, have been good. It's just you guys set the bar pretty high. I think it's just like that with your first gym, too, like where you get introduced to everything. It's just like magical, you know. But for me now, what's important is really like community involvement. That's, that's a really big one for me, but also the coaching, like, are they going to show me if I'm doing something right or wrong? I want to be healthy and I want to stay safe. You know, I want to be able to do movement safely because I am getting older and, you know, I've had shoulder issues. I've had knee issues. I just want to make sure that things are are being taught to me correctly. Um, So that's important to me. Um, like, of course, you want good equipment. You want to make sure you're able to do a lot of the movements. Like, I looked for that when I was trying to find a, a gym. Do they have a nice rig? Do they have enough barbells for everybody, enough rowers? Because uh, I want to be able to get on a rower and not the assault bike, <laughs> you know. Um, and then just a healthy environment, you know. Like, sometimes through through my life, you get involved in different groups, and it may not be the healthiest for you mentally. So, just a just to be around positive, authentic people, you know, like that's important to me and the community, like just the, the drive of other people helps push me in a forward motion, you know, like I need to be around people that can make me better, that Mm. people that I want to be like, you know, um, so that's kind of what I look for or what I've looked for in finding a gym. So like one of my last podcasts, I talked about like the, the way that we work out versus like a commercial gym and, um i've done it all girlfriend i've done every kind of gym and like and it's it's tough when you have to decide to find a new place or whatever and like i i've I've been members at other places and i don't have any like like regrets or you know all that kind of stuff but as we grow you know sometimes we have to find a new place and yeah the idea is just take the things that you learn and move and grow and, and stuff like that and um and just always know where your first home was. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, that's right. That, but you still find your way back to us every once in a while, and yeah. it, it, I'm glad you, you're able to stay connected on our Facebook stuff and and all that kind of stuff, which is great. And uh, yeah. get up here whenever you can. Has it been two two springs now since you've been gone, or it's been a year and a half? So I moved back in 2019, January of 2019. So it's been a year and a half. It's insane. It's blown by. Time, time flies. Yes, right. it does. So quarantine life is over for you. So you're back in the gym. Yep. Um, so since you're back, I kind of want to play a fun fitness game with you because when I go to the gym right now, it's a it's a double-edged sword. Like, you know, I'm really thankful that you know that that it's there. 
but it's so lonely. It's like, I don't even really want to be there because yeah. like working out like this is great, but if you're not around your group and the people, then it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's not the same. You might as well yeah. be at a, a gym by yourself. So anyway, let's have some fun. So we've got three categories, right? We're going to go over our favorites and then our least favorites. So you want to okay. start with, you want to start with your favorite things or your least favorite things? Ooh, we can start with uh, my favorites. Okay, good. <laughs> so, out of any barbell movement that we do, what's your number one most favorite thing and, and why would that be? Uh, I, I mean, the clean and jerk, no doubt about it. You know, and I, I like a back squat, I like deadlift, but clean and jerk for sure, because you got a little bit of everything. You got the deadlift, you got the squat, you got uh, with the jerk, I mean, you got a, your, your over the head movement, you know, like it's just a total body movement. And, and it's so empowering when you, when you hit that number, you know, it's so empowering when you put even an extra pound on. Um, and it's just, it's just a really cool movement to watch somebody do it. It's like, man, they are bad to the bone. They look at them. <laughs> look at them do that. You yeah. know, like I, I, I just fell in love with that movement even before I had even done it. Cause I just thought it looked so, you just got to have strength, your body strength, but you also got to get your mind right to be able to hit those numbers and to get, get up there, you know, and you got to trust yourself and your body. So yeah, I love that, that one. It's my favorite. That's, that's my favorite too. And <laughs> um, because it like one, cause I'm good at it, but two, uh, like, there's so much involved, like to the untrained eye, you think you just do it. It's all about strength, but it's not, there's so many technical things. And like, I talk to people at the gym about how, like I could talk about this for hours about little details, but like, you don't want to overload your brain. And uh, once you start thinking too much, it's, it doesn't go well. So, um, and because in two competitions I've been in, like I've hit, PRs of that movement in them so it's like it just yeah. it just got it kind of all kind of thing so, so look at that one for one we're, we're tied there you okay. go okay all right how about a gymnastic kind of movement whether it be with the pull-up bar body weight what's a gymnastic go-to for you I like I would say I mean it's handstand push-ups a gymnastics movement yeah oh yeah I, I would say handstand push-ups and I mean partly because I can do that you know, I'm not, I've got toes to bar now, but I'm not very good at that. You know, I, I like them okay, but I really like handstand push-ups. It's another one of those things. It's like cool to watch. It's cool to see people do them. Um, and it takes, you have to get your mind right for that too. You know, have, you know, you just go for it. Um, took me a while to get those, but yeah, I really like, like handstand push-ups. Okay. We're two for two because that's my favorite as well. <laughs> uh, I would have said toes to bar is like I'm really good at it but like you mentioned earlier you know that you're getting older so I will I'll admit I'm getting older too and there's certain things that kind of flare up the shoulder and yeah so like it this whole quarantine thing has been a blessing and a curse yeah because like uh I don't want to touch the pull-up bar because one makes me sad but two it hurts right now so um but Handstand push-up is my favorite because, one, I'm pretty good at them. But two, like, um, it's technical. It's it's another strength movement. Yeah. And it was something that took me a while to get. So, like, there's, like, a personal pride that, like, I worked on it, worked on it. And um, 
and it's also one you can do anywhere. Yeah. Uh, I won't I won't dime anybody out on here, but when we went in this quarantine life and people were uh like I would program that and like, well, how are we supposed to do that? I'm like, find a tree or you know, on your shed. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, uh, like uh I don't know if you've seen Butler. I did a piece of plywood and put it up on in his garage to do that. Um and some a couple of people have gotten like huge dry race boards like we have for the gym and put them in their garages, which is great. Makes me sad. Like, hey, don't forget you gotta come back. But yes. But like it, it's got it all, right? It's gymnastic, yeah. it's strength. Uh it's awesome. I'm gonna throw you a curveball that you weren't ready for. Uh -huh. If you've got to do conditioning, what are you gonna do? What's your favorite conditioning thing? Yeah, the first thing that came to mind was like double unders. And why is that? I have gotten so good. I can do like 50, <laughs> 75 in a row without stopping. Like I, girl. I'm telling you, it used to be stuff. I remember when we did team series, I struggled with handstand push-ups and double unders, but now it's like not even a problem, you know? So, and it's like, it gets you. So, I mean, I would say double unders and running. That girl. Two things I, that you used to dread. Yes. Yeah, and see, that's that's the mindset that people need to shoot for is not of like, oh, I dread those things or I hate those things. It should be, I hate those things, but I'm going to work towards them being my, like, to do, you know, good thing. So it's like years ago, I would get so angry at, like, people that could handstand walk and, like, you little jerks, I know. you know. Yeah. And, um, and being a bigger, taller guy, I used to put it in my brain of like, oh, I can't do those. I'm like, and and it showed up in the open one year, and it was like I I was for like a workout that I can do, but because of this one little thing, and I remember that summer I spent just like a month, work 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 work. I remember until I, remember. I could do it. So that's yeah. that that's a a mindset hurdle that a lot of people struggle with is like, uh, I hate that. And, yeah. um, you know, the word hate that usually means I'm not good at it, that kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tell you something. The Echo Bike is my favorite thing in the world right now. Wow. Not the, not the Assault Bike. Yeah. The, the Echo Concept 2 bike because the Assault Bike is just miserable. It is. Right? The Echo Bike is like your old school bike where you can change the resistance. So like it's like the salt bike. Well, once you go hard, you're you're, you're done. Like this, but yeah. with the echo bike, you you can alter it to make it change the workout so much. Uh, I love it because it's hop on really easily for a warm up, and like it 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 works your body completely different than the the rower or the ski erg. So like that's my favorite conditioning piece right now. It's weird because I used to teach like spin classes. Yeah. And like, and another gym I used to work at, like, it was like the most popular class we had. We had to like cut people away from it. And I eventually told the owners, like, I can't do this anymore. I'm so bored. Yeah. Oh, this bike thing. But this Echo bike is completely changed. Like, it, I'm glad to get back on the bike. So, do you guys have any of those? Not the Echoes. So, mm -hmm. it's all bikes. Yeah. And of course, of course, they're expensive as all get out. So annoying. Yeah. But, uh, they're, they're, they're my favorite now. 
All right, Chelsea, what's your favorite workout you've ever done? It's, it's going to be between Grace and DT. I, I mean, my, my, I want to say Grace. Like, that's really – it's always been my favorite, you know. I mean, it's a short workout, but it's, you know, it's just my favorite thing. Yeah, I um, And I love, I love DT, too. I do. We did DT at the gym three days ago, and they after each round, we had to do 50 double-unders. That was cool. Oh. Yeah. called it a dubbing on DT, but um, yeah, it was good. I like those too. 15.1 mm -hmm. uh, open workouts, my favorite workout. Really? Yeah. Uh, toes the bar, light snatches, light deadlift for nine minutes, and then six minutes to do your one rep max clean and jerk. So it's got all the things I like in one yeah. like, kind of yeah. workout. Yeah. All right. We've done our favorite. So now Let's see how close we are to our least favorite things. Okay. Okay. So barbell in your hand. What's one thing you just uh, no? I don't like it. Probably um, strict press. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, because I'm not good at it. Yeah. I'm, I think any type of movement above my head, like without using my legs, I'm just, you know, it, it just it's just hard. Bench yeah. press and push press. Um, those are, those are two probably as far as lifting, like, I don't mind snatching. I don't mind any, I don't mind thrusters. Like, um, I think I just feel like I just don't lift a lot over my head. And so I just, and it's hard too. It's like it's your back. You have to really stay tight and yeah. Mine's, yeah. The, mine's the overhead squat. Ugh. Oh really? I love overhead squats. And what's annoying is like when I went to, um, like level two, uh, Long story short, in the CrossFit world, there's different levels of coaching or whatever. So when I went to do my level two, uh, the coaches were like blown away at how good my form was. Like, but we were doing the PVC pole, and like, yeah, that's great. Well, I can't like when it comes to the weight of it, it bothers my shoulder and my ankles and stuff. Which, which just goes to show you that like, we all have a flaw, and it yeah, and also that lift limits me with snatching so like yeah when we snatch i get angry at the overhead squat you know that kind of thing so um but shoulder strict press is up there too oh. yeah oh because you just want to use your legs so badly you know? and uh, all right gymnastic -y skill what don't you like oh man there's so many that i don't like i mean it would be it, I like pull-ups you know, like I did pull-ups in the open, not this last open, but open before last. I did chest-to-bar pull-ups. I had to do them one at a time. Um, I just, it's like just very technical to do the butterfly pull-ups, and I'm just not good at it. And it's, I mean, like lifting all my weight up, it's hard, you know. I know the smaller I get, the more weight that I lose, it'll, it'll become easier, but it's just not, it's not something that I'm good at, so I just don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know. I was on I was on track to like get really really good at the butterfly pull up, but like it just it just hurts my shoulders so much. Yeah, it's like not worth it. Yeah. So like if we're in an open kind of thing, then mm -hmm. I'll I'll kind of put my foot on the gas and do it. Yeah. But if if it's not it's not you know it's not worth it. Which people should hear that message that you know it's okay. You don't have to do certain things if it's not if it's not right for you or if it doesn't feel right for your body kind of thing mm -hmm. um mine is the gd pistol 
I oh yeah I'm having I, I uh, my body just doesn't want to do it it hurts my knees it hurts my ankles and two summers ago I got okay at it mm -hmm. but like uh, I don't know it's just it I, I can I have had like a lifelong struggle with it where like yeah I'll have, I'll have a, a couple months where I'm able to do a few and then others I don't I my ankles I've had pro problems with my ankles since college when I got hurt playing basketball that I have to do so much mobility work with them if I don't do it for a while it's like I've never stretched it before so I I me and the pistol we 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 have some talks with each other every once in a while so um I've told myself when this whole thing gets over like that's going to be something I get really back into trying to get back into my you know thing all right let's see if we can do this together if I say one two three and we say it our least favorite conditioning thing I bet you we say the same thing oh no I'm not ready let me think uh uh, this is easy. I, oh. I don't ever, I hate this thing. I don't know if we'll be able to say it, but I'll, I can try. We can try. Okay. okay. I mean, Ready? I know what I'm going to say. One, two, three. Assault Rope. bike. Oh! You don't like the rubber? <laughs> I don't. I, I've got, since I've gotten more into running, I don't like the rower. I don't like, isn't that crazy? Hmm. It's like, I don't know if it's because I'm using my whole body or what. I mean, I don't like the assault bike either, but I was going to, I mean, I'm just thinking rowing because of long distance. Yeah. We just had to, we had to row a thousand meters yesterday. So I'm just thinking about that. It was only five minutes, but. It's really not fair. As, as, like, as a tall guy rowing, like, is this whatever, you know, yeah. you get it done. So yeah. I, f I feel for shorter people because it's like, it's one of those, eh, this isn't fair. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. But that freaking assault bike. I, I know. I don't like it. Uh, it's, uh, and if you ask anybody, like, just having fun, oh, what, what's something even when we get back to the gym you don't want to see? The, nine out of ten people will tell me the assault bikes. <laughs> it kills you. It really yeah. does. Which just means we should keep doing them, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Least favorite workout you've ever done? Oh man, I'm not prepared for that. Let me think. I'll tell you mine while you're thinking. Okay. Mine was this year's 20.1 open of, it was 10, 10 uh, you could snatch or clean and jerk, get the bar over your head and then bar facing burpees. And you had so much time to get so many rounds in. And it was like a workout that my body, when I do it, it breaks down. My back kills me, yeah. and I've never been able to finish it. Right. And, and any workout where there's a time restriction and I can't get it done. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that, like, that one you know sticks in I my crawl. About? I'm not a huge fan of dumbbell thrusters, so any workout with with dumbbell thrusters, yeah. like I can do it, but it's just such an awkward movement. That yeah. and and then when I did Fran with you guys, that hurt. That really hurt, you know, like, and I didn't even do the, the pull-ups like RX, like as prescribed, I, but still, I remember how I felt after that, all those thrusters, it hurt. <laughs> that would, um, that, that would be a dirty first day back. Hey guys, let's do Fran. <laughs> right. Very dirty. Yeah. I already have ideas for the first day back, so I'll just keep them oh. myself. Yeah. Um, 
All right. All right, girl. Well, it's been fun catching up. Before we leave, we have to play the fast question game. Okay. Okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you two options, and you got to pick one quickly okay. off the top of your head. No extra thinking about it. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. Pick one. Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Eggs or bacon? Bacon. Sure. To do laundry or dishes? Laundry. Go to the movies. I'm getting candy or popcorn? Popcorn. Um, make me something. Pancakes or waffles? Waffles. Uh, I'm in the car. I want to listen to some music. Am I listening to rock or country? Uh, rock. I want, I'm traveling. Are you, would you rather drive or fly? Fly. Uh, summer or winter? Summer. Theme park or water park? Water park. Truth or dare? Dare. Skydive <laughs> or bungee jump? Skydive. Uh, sing or dance? Dance. What's your most proudest moment in the gym? I think uh, when I, I I was working so hard to hit a 135 clean and jerk, squat clean and jerk. I was working hard towards it when I was still up there. That, I think about that moment all the time because I was working so hard. I would come in on open gym days and I would work to get, and I remember, I still have the video. When I hit it, I was so proud. I mean, now 135 is like, you know, what? <laughs> but, um, I mean, I, I'd say that to say, you know, you start somewhere and then you hit those little goals and you're like, man, I was so proud of 135, you know. Uh, that's my proudest moment. Oh, well, and when it, you know, not running since my fitness journey too. running my first 5k. That was, huge. Yeah. that was huge. Yeah. You see those, uh, memories on Facebook of Savage this week. Oh yeah. Of the yeah. tough mutter. Tough yeah. Mutter. yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That uh, was awesome. Uh, last question. What's one fitness thing you look forward to accomplishing? Well, right now, I, I know my goals change often, but right now, like, I have it in my mind that I want to train for a 10K. Like, I want to, I really want to do that. Like, I'm not a runner, but, I mean, I'm running, so, like, why not? <laughs> you know, I can do a 5K. I can run four miles. Why can't I just keep going, you know? Yep. So, I, that right now, I'm thinking like that. And then, like, other things, little things, like, I want to be able to do pull-ups better. I want to string together more toes to bar, like, little things like that. But, like, the, that's the big goal in my mind. Like, I want to run long, a longer distance. That's all. Awesome. Because I'm not good at running. I just want to be able to do it. Yeah. Yep. And like we said earlier, like, that's the mindset that we want, right? Take right. something that's a weakness and say, all right, watch this. Watch this. And, uh, and there's always something – to work on, right? There's always goals that we can set. Oh, yeah. Girlfriend, I miss you. I miss you too. And it's great to catch up. It is. And um, I, uh, we keep th we, we, we all miss you and uh, let us know next time you float up our way. I watch, I certainly will. <laughs> all right, killer. I'll talk to you later. All right. I have a possessed God in heaven to make a man like Rambo. God didn't make Rambo. I made him. Who the hell are you? Sam Trotman. Colonel Samuel Trotman. Look, we're a little busy this morning, Colonel. What can I do for you? I've come to get my boy. Your boy? I recruited him. I trained him. I commanded him in Vietnam for three years. I'd say that makes him mine. 
I wonder why the Pentagon would send a full bird colonel down here to handle this. The Army thought I might be able to help. <laughs> well, I don't know in what way. Rambo's a civilian now. He's my problem. I don't think you understand. I didn't come here to rescue Rambo from you. I came here to rescue you from him. All right, gang, and it is time for the cool down portion of our show. It was great to catch up with an old friend, Chelsea, living down in Alabama now. Um, so as we wound up the show here, just a couple closure things. We're going to continue our Zoom classes on Tuesday and Thursday and our heroes on Saturday. Um, I think we're going to try to keep doing workouts every Saturday. Uh, if you're a member of the gym, stay tuned with that. And Monday is the big day. Monday's Murph, so hopefully you enjoyed me discussing Michael Murphy a little bit. And like I said, if you have a little extra time this weekend, maybe um, look up through all your uh, TV option apps and all that kind of stuff and see if you can track down the movie Lone Survivor and give that a watch. A lot of you are stuck at home anyway, so you might as well give it a whirl to kind of get you motivated and to learn a little bit more about those soldiers. And um, it's good. It's a good movie. I enjoy it. As we uh, shut it down for the day, our pet peeve for me is being late. Uh, right now, you may hear some banging in the background. We actually have some people here uh, replacing a carpet. And they weren't late. They were actually early. But I, you know how they do the old, uh, we'll be here between 1 and 7. I, I, my brain doesn't work like that. I, I, I can't stand being late for things. Like if you invite me to something and you say it's at 7, I'm the person that needs to be there at like 6.50. Um, it's just uh, something in me. I, I, just, I don't like being late. I don't like people being late. It's just a little pet peeve of mine but um like i said oh, we got some serious banging going on in the background but um again if you're a member of the gym uh maybe i'll see you on monday for murph if you're not a member of the gym hope you take time monday to set aside some time to reflect and be appreciative and also get a little fitness in okay it doesn't matter what fitness level you're at everyone can participate in some sort of modified murph workout so get out there and really all it's about is just giving your best with that said we're going to end the show today we're going to leave you with some more information and hopefully a little motivational clip about michael murphy and with that said keep grinding and ring that bell respect of his men they remember a wise cracking friend who went by mikey or murph they remember a patriot who wore a New York City firehouse patch on his uniform in honor of the heroes of 9-11. And they remember an officer who respected their opinions and led them with an understated yet unmistakable sense of command. Together, Michael and his fellow SEALs deployed multiple times around the world in the war against the extremists and radicals. And while their missions were often carried out in secrecy, their love of country and devotion to each other was always clear. On June 28, 2005, Michael would give his life for these ideals. While conducting surveillance on a mountain ridge in Afghanistan, he and three fellow SEALs were surrounded by a much larger enemy force. Their only escape was down the side of a mountain, and the SEALs launched their 
valiant counterattack while cascading from cliff to cliff. But as the enemy closed in, Michael recognized that the survival of his men depended on calling back to the base for reinforcements. With complete disregard for his own life, he moved into a clearing where his phone would get reception. He made the call, and Michael then fell under heavy fire. Yet his grace and upbringing never deserted him. Though severely wounded, he said thank you before hanging up and returned to the fight before losing his life. Unfortunately, the helicopter carrying the reinforcements never reached the scene. It crashed after being struck by a rocket-propelled grenade. And in the end, more Americans died in Afghanistan on June 28, 2005 than on any other day since the beginning of Operation Enduring Freedom. This day of tragedy also has the sad distinction of being the deadliest for Navy, Navy Special Warfare Forces since World War II. One of Michael's fellow SEALs did make it off the mountain ridge. He was one of Michael's closest friends. Petty Officer Marcus Luttrell of Texas, author of a riveting book called Lone Survivor, put it this way, Mikey was the best officer I ever knew, an iron-souled warrior of colossal and almost unbelievable courage in the face of the enemy. For his courage, we award Lieutenant Michael Murphy the first medal of honor for combat in Afghanistan. This medal, we acknowledge a debt that will not diminish with time and can never be repaid. Our nation is blessed to have volunteers like Michael who risk their lives for our freedom. We're blessed to have mothers and fathers like Maureen and Dan Murphy who raise sons of such character and courage. And we're blessed with the mercy of a loving God who comforts all those who grieve.